Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Hello. Welcome to Mind Body TV. I am Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm really excited to share our topic today. I'm going to be sharing about how to end suffering by tuning into your body. And it was funny because Gemma is the one who came up with this topic <laughs> and she shared, Hey, I think you should talk about this. And, and here's why, and like nailed it. And I thought, well, that's pretty darn good. You know, cause I I'm tuning into like the, the collective of, of who we're here, you know, who's here, who's in our community, um, the questions that are coming up, the themes that are coming up. And that girl is just so spot on. So in her body. So um, for those of you who don't know me, I am a physician sharing about mind-body medicine, how your mind and body are connected, how your form, the physical, follows the energetic, the um, focus of your attention, your energy, and how we are really pure energy. We're not just physical, we're not separate, and we can really begin to step into that um, energetic and that unity in a, in a bigger way to let our power manifest our lives, to let the organic power that we are, the authentic self show up and create for us instead of the ego self. And so that really ties into what I'm talking about today with how much suffering gets created when we're in the ego self, when we're in the the mind and the programs and that, but I have to do this instead of the organic moment of, oh yes, this is my yes. This is what I choose. I feel, I sense I'm alive. I'm choosing from my aliveness instead of from the programming. So welcome. I would love to hear where you're joining from. Where in the world are you? We've got Nadine. Hello, Janelle from Oklahoma City. Jaria from Vancouver. Mary Lou from Michigan, Cleveland, Roberta, someone from British Columbia and Facebook, Julie, hello from Michigan, someone from Slovenia, Sweden, Annika, hello. <laughs> yes, lots of bravos to Gemma. All right. Uh, Paul from Vancouver. Oh, thank you, Jaria. Texas, Germany, Idaho, New Zealand, Sweden. All right. And I'll keep tuning in. Puget Sound Islands, Washington. Oh, Boston, Quantum Healing Collective. Hello, Kyle. I just got to see Kyle and beautiful Leah this weekend because we had our mastermind group, our collaborative group, and it was absolutely blow your mind. So I'm so grateful those guys flew in. Someone from Dubai, Virginia, New York, Sweden, another Sweden, Denmark. Awesome. Beautiful. Great to have you guys here. I am here in Durango, Colorado, one of my favorite places in the world. Um, and I'm here live every week at 11 a.m. Mountain Time in the Mind Body community and Facebook, in my YouTube channel, Dr. Kim Duramo. Be sure to subscribe in YouTube if you're interested in this content. Hit the bell, like the video. This really helps a lot of people who are looking for this kind of content to find it, to access this, to begin letting this in. All right. So I was going to talk today. I am going to talk today about how to tune into your body to end suffering. And I've been um, going along this same line recently. Um, because we have a retreat coming up for women next month. We have the Alive Woman course that we have just offered again. And this work, what we're sharing today is for men and women, because we both, we all have masculine and feminine energies in us. That's just how we're built. And when we have the divine masculine, meaning the I'm whole, I can hold space. I know I'm whole even when I don't feel it. It's okay if I don't feel it. I know what I know. And the strength of that foundation of my sovereign self, be anxious for nothing. I am in my solidarity. 
it can hold space for everything else that's happening in the system in a really powerful way. And then the omega, which is like, I'm left, I'm right, I'm up, I'm down, I don't make any sense. You know, this is the inner where the alpha is the outer. This is the unseen where the alpha is like the seen. So the alpha, the masculine is like productive. I'm doing action. I'm doing this outer thing. And then the omega, the feminine is the unseen the inner, the darkness, and it gets a lot of um, kind of like a lot of slack, right? That like, it's just non-existent or it's this bad thing. And so for so many in our society, we've like over alpha ourselves. We're like all in our masculine, but then we're depleted. We're overwhelmed. We're exhausted. It fries the nervous system. It imbalances the um, immune system. So autoimmune disease, MS, fibromyalgia, this is all an imbalance in the alpha omega. Um, when we can let ourselves go into the, okay, this isn't, doesn't in the mind look productive, but I'm going to do this anyway. And maybe we like take a walk or we take a nap or we take a year off or like whoever knows, but we follow that. It'll actually be regenerative in such a powerful way that like it's productivity is like in your sleep. You have to have both in place because one feeds the other. They both receive from each other. So if you're overwhelmed in your life, depleted, lack, illness that's not getting better no matter what you do, or your relationships are like, you know, like you're coming up against walls. This is a really, really great place to go with what we are doing today. So... Okay, great. Thank you. Yes, hypertension. So hypertension, I had a really great perspective on this this weekend from a couple of people in my mastermind group, and Kyle was one of them. And I'd never seen it this way before. But we know now with more uh, current medical understanding, it's not that the heart is a pump per se, like pumping, 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 pushing the blood through the vessels. The uh, gelatinous, the gel phase of water actually has it more like a uh, capillary effect, meaning uh, it pushes itself through. It's, it's, uh, it's moving, has its own motility, but the heart is actually serving to um, vortex, create a vortex to change the structure of the water in the blood. And so when the heart diastoles, meaning it, it expands, right, it's going to contract and it's going to expand. And in the expansion, it's kind of like, <sighs> it's taking an in-breath. That's when the blood comes in. And we've seen in water studies, which I have someone really interesting coming up, is it next week, um, who's talking about the consciousness of water. Um, the structure of water changes depending on what it moves through. If it moves through like pipes or it moves through a river a certain way, like it's going to change the structure of that water. So they have technologies that spin the water in a certain kind of vortex and it actually changes the molecular structure. Not that it's no longer oxygen and hydrogen, but the way the oxygen and hydrogen is aligned in its polarity, that is more life-giving to the body. So you can change the structure of the water and the way it vortexes like a little device. And one of the other people this weekend had one of those. And it, you know, swooshes it through it a certain way that lets it be more structurally uh, aligned. So it's more nutritive to your body, hydrates your body better and all of this. Anyway, the point is the heart is designed to do that for us. And when we are in a healthy state, the heart, there's love. It's a harmonic. It's actually an energy that affects the muscle, that affects the electrical activity through the heart, that affects the way the heart is uh, expanding and contracting and the way your body's health is being realigned it has to do with how much love you feel in your body. Are you in love with yourself? Are you choosing things in life that are your your true worth and your true love and your true joy it'll actually change the electrical activity through the heart and so one of the things that happens when we don't have enough love that vortex arrangement doesn't work as well and the body compensates by increasing the pressure so like we can get that vortex effect more blood is getting pushed through and we get a better vortex arrangement because if there's not enough love it's like there's not enough power to restructure those water molecules. I thought this was fascinating and actually really obvious after having learned what I've learned that we now know about the heart's not actually 
pumping, it's more uh, cultivating and changing the way the water spins, the, the, the blood is spinning through the heart. So the point is, if you have hypertension, more love, more of that warm, juicy coziness. I love you. It's okay to drop in. I feel a sense of love for myself. I'm cultivating that sense of love I have for others. Welcome that into your heart. And then your body no longer needs to turn up that, amp up the pressure. And I've spoken about this for a long time in other ways. Like, you know, if you just get out of fight or flight and you're relaxing, right? It's okay to be here. You're going to shift that hypertension, that fight or flight reaction of like, ah! why is the body increasing the pressure? Um, so the, the worst thing we kind of do is like we artificially decrease the pressures, put a bunch of medication on board so the body can't do what it's trying to do to like save its own life. So that's great in the short term. So you don't burst a vessel or something like that, but in the long term, actually very, very detrimental. So let's look at that. And Quantum Healing Collective has a lot of great stuff with this, with heart math, uh, cultivating the harmonic of love. And that does has been shown to rebalance your health. So super smart. All right. So that gets us to our topic because when we go into the mind, the ego, like this is the programming we're really disconnected from what's actually going on in here. What do I really need to do to like make my life work or have my health work or have my relationship work or expand in the way my heart desires? Our nature is to expand. Like it's not you're asking too much. You should just be happy with what you have, right? This is very in the omega thread of the mega side of things. We're always moving toward expansion. Alpha is like, I'm at peace exactly as I am, right? unchanging, the solidarity, unchanging, um, constant uh, presence, abiding. Um, it, we're transcending, right? We're like transcending this whole reality, right? I'm not my body. The body is, you know, it's not even that this is real. I'm a spiritual being having a physical experience, but the omega is immersion. I am going to be in this physical experience as a reality and just let it in and letting in experience. So these are not like exclusive of each other. They actually feed each other. I can be like I shared in my video yesterday, having some like really intense experience, but having this part of me just totally making space for it. It's okay for me to have this experience, but don't like just go to one pole and then you forget the other, right? So I shouldn't even have this experience. I should be above the world. I should be above the body. I'm not going to buy into like being in this body, right? No, that is not like people do this to escape the ego, but it, they're actually escaping life. What if I let myself have experience, but I don't buy into it as real? For example, the other day, I'm like, oh, I just feel miserable. My life's not working out. Life is so hard. Nothing ever works for me. And I knew like this makes zero sense. Why am I even feeling this? But I gave myself space to say it anyway. I gave myself space to just feel it, even though I didn't like the feeling. I didn't want to have the feeling. I didn't understand why the hell am I having this feeling. And part of me was like, I shouldn't be feeling this. But that actually made it worse because what you resist persists. And I realized like, well, what if I just air this out, right? The little tiny flicker of my being that feels like life's not on my side, life is hard, it's not working out, and just say, I love you. You can feel that way. You can have that thought. You can share that thought, right? And so I'm not buying into the thought, but I'm just I'm not resisting it either, just letting it move through. And the energy moves so quickly, I felt so much lighter and I felt so free and I felt totally accepted. Like I don't have to try to pretend everything's awesome. I can just be like, it doesn't feel like everything's awesome. Right. And just be in it because that's what lets energy move. And so what happens is um, we get into this, these ego structures. Here's how I need to be. Here's what I can't be. Here's what I have to do. Here's how the world works. What do you mean? I can't just let go. Everything will fall apart. Let me prove it to you. And so instead of living our truth, we live in this persona. Here's what I should say. So let me just say that. Here's how I should be. So let me pretend to be that. And we don't even realize we're pretending, right? We're in the ego doing the thing, but we're like, wait, what do you mean? That's the authentic me because we haven't even dropped in 
to check out like, wait, what is really authentic? And as I shared a few weeks ago, like um, authenticity is the new currency, right? It, it, there's the idea in the mind of like what I should do, what I think I should do. And then there is like, what do I really feel? What's actually true in me? And you always want to go to that second piece. What do I actually feel? What's really true in me? Because your inner self knows the difference of like, oh, yeah. Or like, uh, no. <laughs> and if we're allowing that immersion, which is the omega, the feminine energy, we know the difference. Like we fucking know. You don't have to analyze it. You don't have to ask me twice. But so few of us are actually living in the, you know, being dropped in, immersing, feeling, sensing that we think we don't know. I don't know what I want. Right. And you're like, no, I'm really, I'm fine. Everything's okay. Oh, really? Because you seem kind of tense. No, 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 I'm good. Right. And you don't even know you're doing it. So what if you did let yourself drop in? What if you did sense? Because anytime there's suffering and when you're in that state, the suffering is going to be outside you. Oh, if so-and-so would just change or oh, if I could just get this to happen in my money or oh, if I could just get X, Y, and Z to happen in my life. But wait, what if I drop in to what I'm actually experiencing right now and just have an experience, right? Because everything that we're assisting is just an experience. And like that experience could be over in 12 seconds. That emotion can move through or I could spend 20 years trying to avoid it. So suffering always comes, always, always, always from the ego. And I'm not saying pain always comes from the ego because you could have like, you know, someone gives you an injection and you're like, ow, but you're like, all right, this is some kind of medicine that I know I'm doing the thing or anything can be like that. Like it can be painful to tell your spouse how you really feel. And there's a sting of them feeling disappointed or feeling angry with you. But you know, it's medicine because you're like, we're going to move through this to the real point. We're more free, right? On the other side of that painful experience, we're more free. So sometimes we embrace pain because we know, and, and only when there's clarity, like obviously don't just go get injected with any old thing because someone tells you it's a good idea. <laughs> but when there's clarity, like, yeah, this is what I'm, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go in that direction. Let me like, let this other thing go. And I'm going to move toward that, you know, maybe a whole different job, a whole different career. And it can be painful. Like, oh my God, I'm scared. So I thought that job was my source, but it really didn't feel right. I'm going to let it go what else might come in. So you're walking through an experience. So pain can really bring so much expansion, but suffering is a whole different thing. 100% of the time suffering is an indication I'm living in my ego. So I look and the ego is like the mind and all of its ideas and beliefs and judgments and assumptions, which are completely unnecessary and not true. And then all of my like memories, protections, like, let me make sure I don't let anybody in because I got hurt last time. Let me make sure I never go in that direction because last time I got rejected, right? So we hold up all these barriers of protection. And they're not just ideas, they're states of being. That's a state for your um, immune system. It's an alignment. It's a hormonal, uh, you know, transmission. It's a neurologic transmission. It's a brain pattern, brain activity. It's your gut and your digestion, right? Your digestion is like, we're ah! <laughs> holding it together. And then you're not pooping and you're constipated or you're not digesting and absorbing or you're allergic to 20 foods because every cell in your body is listening. And so those mind states aren't just some like thought, excuse me, it's an actual physical arrangement that's the reflection of that consciousness, right? Like, I can't let my guard down. I've got to keep going. I've got to push through and work harder, overcome, achieve, right? So then where's the space for the rebalancing? Where's the health? Where's the joy, right? And that way is like the imbalanced omega alpha. The joy is when I get done with this stuff, right? After I get such and such taken care of. So I actually never have joy. So I never really create uh, wealth. Can't happen. Can't happen if I don't let myself be in the authentic state of joy. 
That's why people say, do what you love. Well, yeah, it's kind of like if I truly love and care about what I'm doing, I already am in wealth. So it will always create more wealth. The true self knows no suffering, right? It's like, I'm just having an experience. Oh, there's tension in my chest. Okay, cool. What's that? Hmm, let me feel it. I breathe in, I breathe out. You know, the other day uh, when I was in the park having that experience that I, I shared about on the video, um, I was speaking with my friend Maggie, who's totally genius. And she's like, can we just breathe this? So I just breathed like 10 times in and out. And I didn't actually feel any better at all, but I did it. And it was like minutes later that I felt so much better. <laughs> and it was like a pop all at once. Like, oh my God, I feel so amazing. And I feel so much lighter and wow, I feel so free. But like while I was doing the breathing, I could have been like, this isn't working. I still feel grungy, right? Because the point is to make the suffering go away. But what if it's the point is just to breathe and welcome the feeling I'm having? I'm just going to breathe and let myself feel what I'm feeling. And that's what actually had it dissolve so fully and so quickly. So the true self knows I can just have an experience, right? Oh, someone's yelling at me and I feel triggered. I feel inadequate. Uh, oh, I'm lying here on the couch all day because I feel so sick and I feel uh, useless. Okay, let me just breathe that in. Because when we breathe into an experience, that is um, necessitates that, that it's accepted, right? Like the other day, I didn't want to feel what I was feeling. I shouldn't feel this versus like, oh, I should feel this. Let me just feel this. That part of me got met. That part of me was like, oh, she's just letting me in. That's all I ever wanted. And that's why it shifts. Um, so the body, which is our manifestation system, it's our technology, is always letting us know, is always sending us signals. In fact, this weekend when we had our mastermind group, um, and it was Kyle again who led this really powerful um, meditation of like, who are you ready to be? And so we're all really stepping into the essence of it, like the essence of a, a new level of freedom, the essence of a new level of expression, the essence of a new level of abundance, of connection. And so um, right after we did it, another person, Tyler Wheelock, who's everybody in this group is awesome, said, um, wow, you guys, the whole frequency of the room just like dropped after we did that exercise. And I thought like, oh, um, that's bad. <laughs> what did we do wrong? But what he said and what I realized was as you embrace your expansion, oh, this is what my heart desires. Oh, and this, oh, and it'd be like this. And you get into it. You're also letting come up everything that says you can't have it. Oh, yeah, but that won't work. Oh, but how would I do that? Oh, but that would be hard. Oh, but that's too much to ask. Who knows, right? It's like a million things it would have to say. That's just the ego. So as you're embracing expansion, you're dissolving the ego. But you've got to let that dissolution happen, invite it and breathe it, which we did, to just witness, let it be there, right? Everything that says, I can't have this. That's just ego residues. That's all it is. 100% of suffering is 100% of the time ego. Ideas, conclusions, beliefs, judgments, assumptions, memories, stories I learned, like all the crap, not truth. Truth is here. Truth cannot be threatened. Truth is um, your heart's desire, right? I choose to live fully and freely. And so anything you're ever asking for, whether it's like, I want to have this kind of home, or I want to have this kind of relationship, or I want my business to look like this. Uh, I want my body to be healthy. 100% of that is pointing you toward a heart's desire, right? So if you look, well, why do I want that kind of house? Why do I want that kind of relationship? Why do I want that kind of health? And you move into what's under it. What's under it is the essence of you. Oh, so I'm free. Oh, so there's beauty and, and there's expression and I feel love and I'm expressing myself and I'm living authentically. So any true health, wealth, and a love and abundance um, is you, is the essence of you wanting to express itself more fully. 
wanting to show up more fully. So always yes, always yes. That is life. Life is expansion. And so sometimes you got to get out of the mind that says, but it has to look like this and I have to be this way to make it happen. If there's suffering there, it's 100% because it's a lie. Oh, what if it doesn't have to look like that? What if it could look even better? Oh, what if I don't have to be this way to make it happen? What if I could let it happen effortlessly? Because most people don't realize that effortlessness is what allows opportunities to come in and allows energy and inspiration to come in. And energy and inspiration, it, it creates a whole different action than fear and motivation. So when you're in ego and you're in suffering, you're in the realm of fear and motivation. And so of course it's gonna be scary to let that go because you're like, if I let go of fear slash motivation, I won't do anything, which is a big fat lie. When I let go of fear, I move into truth where there's inspiration and like, like pure energy, like my friend Dixie said, running off of adrenaline versus running off of life force. And so what I wanted to invite you to today is, again, how do we cultivate that omega immersion? Wow, I'm really in it. Let me just jump in and feel what this experience feels like. Even if it's like, I feel like shit. All right, I'm going to willingly feel shit. What does it feel like? And be in it because as soon as I release the resistance, the energy can move. As soon as I release the resistance, I'm no longer in ego. And there can be no suffering. There can be pain. There can be like, oh, the experience I'm having is really rough. And there's pressure and, oh, whoa, this density. But it can't be suffering. It won't be suffering. So are you ready to let your body show you? Because as soon as you drop in your body, you're going to feel the suffering. But if you don't and you avoid the body, you just keep doing the shitty thing that's mucking up your life. No, I'm not going to let you in because I'm going to stand for my truth and blah, blah, blah. And I think you, you know, you did this and you shouldn't do this, right? So I'm in my protection and I may feel very good, right? I'm right. I'm protecting myself. But am I actually creating abundance? Am I actually creating more love? Am I actually creating more expansion in my life? No. And if I drop into my experience, I'm going to realize, oh, I'm, I'm suffering, suffering. So the biggest key is you've got to begin, you know, this omega side of the equation to actually experience what you're experiencing. Only then can you awaken to realize like, wow, I'm totally in my ego right now. What's true? Where is actually truth? Oh, I'm hurt and I'm trying to protect myself from feeling my own pain. So I'm attacking you. Oh, I'm scared and I'm trying to avoid that con con uh, consequence by overworking, overworking, overrunning so I don't meet my fear. What if I just meet my fear? Oh, I'm, I'm afraid that I'm uh, worthless. So I'm trying to push through my fatigue and overcome and over, you know, uh, just rise above it so I don't meet my worthlessness because I think I can't handle it, which is totally untrue. Your body can move energy like nobody's ever seen before. Um, okay. Will this be on your site later? Oh, yes. These are all saved. They're recorded. My site is drkimd.com. If you're subscribed, we mail these out each week along with any other little pieces about what we're doing or, you know, events we have or specials. Um, and they're on my YouTube channel at Dr. Kim DeRamo and in the Mind Body community and Facebook. So if someone in Facebook says, I'm dealing with anxiety, depression, and insomnia. I've tried everything. I'm losing hope and financial ability. Yeah, so where are you? It's, it's always, if you're losing and there's more depletion, there's more depletion. It's always because we're trying to escape. Unlike we're trying to escape something that is really a gift. Life is trying to help us let it in. And we're like, no, no, let me avoid it. So what if you begin to practice what? am I actually feeling? Okay. There's fear. There's depression. What is the depression? Is it a heaviness? Is it grief? Is it something I feel uh, I shouldn't feel? What if I did drop in and let myself feel some of it, even just for 10 seconds, like not resist it, 
immerse, breathe, get assistance if if that's helpful, because sometimes we do need assistance to kind of move through things. Um, you'll feel that, that you'll feel like, yep, that's going to be useful for me. Let me get on board and, and, and receive that. Or most often we can move through 90% of it, you know, ourselves. And then, you know, there's other little, maybe 10% that other resources can come in and help us with. Uh, I'm just going to look at questions. Yeah. Other insomnia. Yep. So we, we can't sleep when we're living in that ego revved, 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 revved up, revved up. We're living programs. It's not going to let us turn off. That's Omega is like the inner totally shut down, go to sleep right in the mind. I can't let go. I won't exist anymore. I have to keep going. And so if we're in ego and identification with, I've got to be productive, we're not going to be able to let ourselves turn off. It's a threat. It's hard to find access to this state of love. Yes. So don't try to access love, just access. It's okay to feel what I'm feeling. I mean, that, that is a form of love, but it's a way more accessible one. Cause sometimes we're like, you know, we've got the emotional scale and way up here is joy and way down here is like where I find myself. And so for me the other day, I wanted to feel better. I was feeling so light yesterday. I shouldn't feel this. I want to feel light. And it just wouldn't go anywhere. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. What if I should feel this? What if I just drop in and feel this? What if I go there? Because I no longer fear that going there means I'll never be anything but miserable. I mean, that's the, that's the fear that comes up. So the body will bring you uh, sensation, experience, and it will actually let it transmute. And that's where the clarity is, right? Clarity and guidance is what we want to live from, not protections, judgments, memories, and programs. But we can't um, access that, you know, until we are willing to surrender to an experience. Hello, metamorphic mind, you beautiful goddess. All right. Healing with C, Jill, Agnes, um, Monique. All right. So we got Jimbo, Jennifer, someone in Facebook, you mentioned how it's important to choose from aliveness instead of the programming, to choose what makes you feel alive. What if you don't know what makes you feel alive? Yeah, and that's where it's like, we're not even tuned in. We're tuning out there, we're looking out there, we're help me, help me, let me see what the world has to say about this. Let me see what's happening in the world, right? And we tune out. It really just disconnects us more. But what if we practice tuning in? So to know that and then to live in that sensation, experience, clarity, guidance. We've got to practice tuning in. And so that first step is like, I'm not feeling anything. Let me go do it a different way. I must be broken. Versus like, I'm not feeling anything. Let me just stay here and see what else, what other thoughts are here. Oh, I'm afraid I'm broken. Wow. Fear. Oh, let me stay here and then tune into what that feels like. Because the first pieces you're going to feel when you tune in is like everything you suppress that you didn't want to feel. So it may feel like a negative experience, but it is actually an alive experience. It's not, it's not a bad experience. You're moving into greater clarity and you're moving like London uh, Angel Winters, who's one of my friends and mentors. She'll be like, you got the pool filters running, but if there's a tree in the pool, you've got to get the tree out of the pool. So sometimes we have to get the tree out of the pool first, which is like, I'm not even going to tune in because there's nothing there. Oh, I don't feel anything. I'm doing it wrong. Let me find a different way. So then we don't tune in. But you've got to get through that first stage because that's where neuroplasticity kicks in. Your brain starts changing. That's where your neurologic alignment, your sensory nervous system shifts, hormones shift. And now you begin to consciously register the sensations, the awareness that you were completely unconscious of. Quantum Healing Collective. Yes, uh, I think it's at Quantum Healing Collective in Instagram, which is a great group where they're practicing heart math and activating love in the body. Paula from Sweden, do you have any guidance on estrogen depletion in menopause? Yeah, so this work that we're doing with when we tap into omega, which is sensuality, feeling, sensing, immersing, right? Movement. 
full breath, right? Just be in the moment versus trying to get somewhere and improve the moment um, does have a profound impact on your hormones. You're going to increase nitric oxide. You're going to increase oxytocin. You're going to de decrease cortisol, which is stress hormones. And all of this has an effect on your estrogen, on your ovaries, on your uterus, on your brain, because hormones are secreted in the gut. Serotonin, 95% of serotonin is in the gut. Hormones are secreted in your brain, uh, obviously in your ovaries. So it will affect every aspect of your life. And, and I want to invite um, any of you who want to go deeper with this work of practicing Omega, which actually is for men and women, although I designed the course for women and the retreat is definitely for women. Um, I created the Alive Woman online course to give you these exercises, to give you these practices, to clear out what has you not tune in and establish some really profound pathways where you are tuning in, where you are letting your life force course through every cell in your body. And that is at drkimd.com forward slash alive. And for those of you who want to join me live in May, we have a retreat for women at drkimd.com forward slash alive. The online course and retreat are both on the same page. So tune in, just even feel the page. Let it speak to you because it will send cellular messages. Just looking at the page of like, ah, and invite you back into that wisdom in you. So this isn't like, me telling you some big thing that, you know, um, it's like a foreign thing. It's just, you've unlearned, you've, you've, you've got to unlearn what you learned that had you suppress it. You learn so many things that have you not know your power and like never, ever go back there and look, it's like, no, 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 no. Let me do everything else I possibly can before I'm going to open that door. But we're actually going to open that door <laughs> and you're going to see the gift that's there. It is the most sacred and most powerful gift. And it's inside you. Um, and I happen to really see how dynamically like the, the whole world is fed when you let yourself be fed. Um, here we go. I've been doing the inner work for years. I haven't received what I went in, what I want in life. How many, huh? oh, i.e. life, money, career, love. What am I doing wrong, Jeria? So let's do this for everyone. And Sharon said, can any health infirmity be resolved? Um, it's more about living in wholeness. And I, what I've seen for like chronic illnesses, not getting better no matter what we do, like every single thing you can name has been shown to be amenable to this. Um, but go into like, where's my wholeness? What would have me be more whole? Because sometimes it's like, well, when I heal, then I'll have that wholeness but it can't work that way. You've actually got to embrace your wholeness first. If we accept the fear, what do we do next? Janet said, it's a forest. <laughs> I need the tree out of my pool. How can I stay present when having intuitive, intrusive thoughts while meditating? Good. And we're going to go back to, I've been doing this work, but I don't have what I want. And that's, um, it was kind of funny because that's the space that came up to speak through me the other day. This little 2% that's like, I've never been happy. I never have what I want. My life is always, 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 always hard. And so what we don't see is like, we don't see the whole system. We're like, I'm over here. I should be happy. I have everything I've ever wanted. And we don't make space for the one who's like, no, no, there's still a part of me not expressed, not loved, not held, not cherished. And so when I'm in that 2%, it feels like, yeah, everything, you know, nothing works out for me. I'm always miserable. So don't block it. Just like this person's like, I never get what I want in life which is very untrue. Like no matter who you are, is your heart pumping right now? And I know it seems like that's a small thing, but you've got to start with the things that seem small in order to let expansion happen. Like what you focus on expands. So if you're focusing on maybe this one little tiny thing that is going right, you can say, oh, I'd like more of that. My heart beats effortlessly. What would it be like to have everything happen effortlessly? You can only expand what you focus on. You can only, you can only expand the abundance that you do have. So start there. But the other thing that was so essential for me is don't override the grungy. Don't override it and try to just get to feeling better. It's like, where's this little piece that has never been fully met? And she has always been in the dark. 
and she has always been suppressed and she has always been miserable. So even though it's not true with a capital T, can I just let it be true in this part in the reality for this part of me who's miserable and I'm nothing and life will never work out. All right. And love you. And it's okay for you to be heard. I love you. And it's okay for you to have space for a minute. And I'm not buying into it as a reality. I've got to like fight and figure out and fight against and got to make it different for you. No, I'm just going to make space for that part of me that feels this and breathe. And it was like that part of me also came into wholeness. That part of me also came into ease. That part of me also came into aliveness. The thing what so many of us are trying to do is like medicate the parts that aren't working. So I can just have this little, yeah, this little bit of aliveness that I can have over here in this corner. And that's just never going to be enough. You're always going to want the whole enchilada. You're always going to want the wholeness of what you are. Mm-hmm. Sandra, I've had chronic pain in my two feet from neuromas. I feel that as I become lighter and vibe higher, it will be gone one day. Any advice? Yes. So your body will heal. And as you vibe higher, like you're saying, like allow the wholeness to come in, come into a greater state of realization, come into a greater state of self-love. Resources could come in that are like, oh, do this. And your body heals. Or yes, spontaneously, the body resolves itself, which is always happening in every moment anyway. So it's both. So when some people say, wow, I have everything I need to heal. And then as they like start to open and more resources come in, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't take outside resources. I have everything I need. But you don't realize like you've opened so that those resources, which are an, a reflection of you, can come in, receive the resources. They're not outside of you. They're coming as a reflection of your wholeness to bring even more wholeness. So it doesn't mean you bump those out like, no, no, I got this all handled. I'm on my own. You're never on your own. You're always resourced. So let those resources come in, ask questions. Oh, what could accelerate my wholeness even more? I'm feeling lighter. And what would it take for that to come even more fully into the physical? So don't do the, yeah, but this is in the book in the Mind Body Toolkit. We uh, just, here we go. Uh, have uh we're 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 working on we just took the rights back from the publisher so for those of you who ordered on my site um the amazon version is going to be available very soon <laughs> but in the book one of the pieces I mean, there's like lots of really good nuggets right of how you get the system like moving and flowing um but one of the pieces is yes and which i got from improv improv acting right instead of yeah but yeah i feel lighter and all that but i still have this physical thing Versus, oh, I do feel lighter. What would it take for that to also come into the physical? So yes, and I'd like it in more parts of my life. Yes, there's lightness in my physical and I'd like that to come into my relationships. So these are like 10 mind-body tools you can use anytime, anywhere to get those juices flowing, to get the opening and acceleration happening. That's at drkimd.com forward slash book. If you would like to buy the book, if you don't have the book, that's a, a great little piece, a place to start. You'll definitely deepen your connection with yourself. How do we find out what the main repressed emotion or experience is that's causing our beliefs? You don't need to. If you enter the now and your body can only live in the now, it will always access you to the now. It's right here. Drop in. Breathe. Soften. Hey, body. How are you? What's going on? And now, like I said, it may be like, I don't hear anything. There's nothing. Stay tuned in anyway. Give it a minute. Give it a month. It's not going to take a month. But if you're actually just present listening instead of present, it's not working, it's not working, agenda, present listening creates something very different in your nervous system. And it can instantaneously shift. Now, we know neuroplasticity kind of like is a is a process but the instantaneous shift can be a shift in your consciousness and that can allow an instant cellular rearrangement an instant neurologic rearrangement an instant immunologic rearrangement like your body is so responsive so so access your body feel the now enter the now here i am right even like physically touch your body there's a lot of really profound exercises in the alive woman but one little mini that we have is um 
just physically touch your body. And we go a lot deeper into like how to let that awaken the cellular mechanism, but just keep it simple, right? How do I just, hi body, here I am. I know you're so scared. It's okay to just feel what I feel. Start slow. I'm getting clarity that I should leave my job. I've been fighting it for years and suffering over it. I'm so scared I'll become homeless. Yeah, so pull, um, meet that. Meet that with tenderness, right? It's a real fear in there. Now, if you take the process down, you have people do this. This is the more masculine uh, approach. Both are essential. And the masculine, you're like, well, why do you have that fear? Like, so you go homeless and then what happens? Oh, and then everyone think I'm terrible. And then what happens? Oh, and then, you know, I'll die. So you, you do that, right? It's like, oh, if I lose my job and I don't have this and then I don't have money and then this and then I'm going to die. Okay. First of all, is that actually what's going to happen? And you're like, oh, probably not. I would like go stay with so-and-so or I would have this happen. Or, But it's a real fear. So from the masculine, you can transcend it and realize like that makes no sense. But from the feminine you can't, you can't bypass that. So you just have to honor like, wow, there's real fear here. I'm scared. I think my job is my source. And if I let go of that, even though my job is killing me, that I won't survive. So just meet that with love and compassion. And you can put your hand on your heart and just say, sweetheart, I, I totally, it's okay for you to feel that. Of course you feel that. You've been taught that you're nothing. You've been taught that you're worthless. You've been taught that you don't have anything. You've been taught that you're separate from life. So of course you'd be scared. So feel all, feel that as long as you like. And I totally love you. And whenever you're ready to let that go, you can let that go. So welcome the energy. Welcome the emotion. So these are both equally powerful, but you can't have one without the other. And so what happens then is like, all right, yeah, I'm scared, but I know what I know what I know. And I know that is not my path. Let me open to something else. And in reality, everything in life is a reflection of you. So all of a sudden, because you've come into some courage, right? Like I choose my path fully, open my heart. Because you've come into some courage, your whole world just shifted. Possibilities will come in. Ideas will come in. People will come in. Resources will come in. Yeah, there's an opportunity for how money comes in. And you'll know. So just kind of start to play with it. You don't necessarily have to walk in and I'm leaving this job. Maybe that's the move today. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe there's something else. But where can you take action and get the wheels turning, right? Meet the fear. Maybe that's the first step. Start playing around with questions. What else is possible? What would it take for me to have something really juicy to do that I really care about and generate revenue from that? All right. <laughs> Addictions. Yes. Is your book in audio format? Not yet, but we're going to be doing that soon. So stay tuned. Addictions when it comes to dropping into the body. Well, the one thing with addictions that's pretty profound, um, when you become conscious, like I'm going to, I'm going to eat the chocolate. I'm going to smoke a cigarette. I'm going to do alcohol or whatever. But if you actually get present to what am I actually feeling? that has me want to do that? Or what am I not willing to feel? What am I avoiding? Because always, and, and I think Kyle Boyd said it again, so he said it so beautifully this weekend, like it's not the alcohol that's your problem. It's um, what you're unwilling to feel. It's the experience you're unwilling to have that alcohol is helping you avoid. So whatever the addiction is, it's like, all right, what if I, I feel so miserable and shameful and, you know, I'm going to eat the chocolate cake and feel better. Now, that's not the conscious process we're in. We're just like, <gasps> I got to have the cake. Yes, it's the right thing to do. But if you slow down and you breathe, okay, I can eat the cake. But first, I'm going to tune into my heart. First, I'm going to do some EFT tapping. First, I'm going to take three breaths and say, hi, body. That lets a little energy move, right? And maybe we do become 2% a, a more aware of like, or I'm just going to let myself have the experience before I use the cake to avoid the experience. So maybe you drop in and you're like, whoa, there's a ton of shame in there. There's no way I want to feel this. I got to have the cake. Okay, but maybe take three breaths first because then you move 3% of that shame. And then tomorrow you do three more and you move a little more. Maybe you still feel 100% of the heaviness until like day 30 when that next breath actually brings some lightness. And you're like, oh, I see I could choose to use the addictive thing 
or I could choose to stay in feeling and sensing this un unwanted feeling, right? And then maybe we still eat the cake. And then the next day we're like, all right, I see I can have a choice and it's okay. It's okay, I'm gonna eat the cake. And then maybe I just don't even eat the cake. I've done that a lot where when I first gave up coffee like a million years ago, um, I'd have a cup and just put it there. Like you're not in restriction. You wanna have your coffee, there's your coffee. And I never touched it. So sometimes it's the making it wrong and like putting it off, off, off limits, like that actually makes us even more craving. <laughs> All right, you guys, I'm going to complete, but the path, <laughs> these are highly beneficial and empowering reminders. Thank you, Robin. Patty, I just realized I've been divinely guided to some great resources, including you lately. Holy weeping, I felt it with so much love. Oh, beautiful. Annika, I can feel an energy shift, but just by holding that book in my hands, I love it. Oh, that's so beautiful. So um, go deeper and trust what's in you. You don't have anything to fear. What's in you is the gift of, of the universe, but you've got to open it. <laughs> so trust that wisdom. Connect more deeply. If you want to do um, deeper practices with this, the Alive Woman course is on offer. The Alive Woman retreat is on offer. It's happening in Phoenix in May. I would love to have you join me. I think we have three spots available. I, I got to look, but we have a couple spots available. Um, I would love to have you there. It's at drkimd.com forward slash alive. And I'm here every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Mountain with a different topic for mind-body medicine in the mind-body community. I have amazing mentors in there. If you have questions, ask your questions in the mind-body community in Facebook. If you're in Facebook, I'm in YouTube at Dr. Kim DeRamo. Subscribe, make a comment. I read all the comments. Uh, like the video, hit the bell if you want to know when I go live and when I post something new. And whenever you do that and you engage with the, the YouTube channel, that way you're subscribed and like the video. It lets YouTube know um, and share this with other people who are looking for this kind of content, which is awesome and makes a better world. So I invite you to please do that. We are here at 11 a.m. Mountain Time each week. I will see you next week or when you tune in. Yes, they're all recorded. So you can um, listen to the podcast or the video, however you please. Um, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Keep that heart beating with love. Be alive. We'll awaken the world. No problem is unsolvable when we awaken. Love you guys. Bye. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.